Welcome to episode 13 of the Insurance Agency Trendsetters podcast. Welcome to the Insurance Agency Trendsetters podcast, where we explore how insurance agents can leverage technology to create better relationships with our prospects, customers, and agency team members. We believe tech should help us serve customers better and more efficiently, not replace the human-to-human interaction that's made the independent insurance agent a trusted advisor to clients. You'll hear from industry experts and agents who are on the leading edge of marketing, tech, and providing world-class customer experiences. It's time to level up the industry, and you're the trendsetters who can. Welcome to the Insurance Agency Trendsetters podcast. This is Charlotte Hicks, and I'm here with George Robertson. Hey, good to be here. And today, our very special guest is Dr. Michelle Osborne, who is our Chief Deputy Commissioner for the North Carolina Department of Insurance. She's worked in the insurance industry for more than 25 years as a CEO and manager, owning her own businesses and working for a Fortune 500 company. Dr. Osborne held the position of professor at Campbell University and as an MBA adjunct professor at NC State, MBA Partnership, International School of Knowledge, Management, and Economics at North Carolina Western and at North Carolina Wesleyan. She's earned her MBA from Campbell University and a Doctorate of Business Administration degree from George Fox University in Oregon. And having had the opportunity to work with her, I can tell you there is no one more dedicated to doing a great job than Dr. Michelle Osborne. She is just um, a very, very dedicated uh, person and very sharp and has been a true blessing to the people of North Carolina. So, Michelle, thank you for joining us today. Well, I thank you, Charlotte. Thank you for your kind words. And thank you, George, for having me. It is a real honor uh, to serve as the chief deputy, as a public servant to the state of North Carolina. Hey, Dr. Osborne, again, it is such a fabulous opportunity to have you join our podcast today. And before we get into our topic, can you tell us a little bit about how the department has adjusted to the operations during the COVID pandemic? Absolutely. So, George, I think it's probably very similar to others and organizations. You know, when we first heard about COVID, we knew that we were going to have to change the way we did business. We had a business continuum plan, but as I shared with my folks when this first happened or the event became um, more aware, we were more aware of of the need to telework, um, it really put us in a new new position to learn how to work more from home. Um, And I'm very proud of our team as they have continued at the same production, if not even more during COVID. Um, The consumer division on average answers about 3,300 calls per month. And they have they have outdone that this this month and last month, and they usually um, answer those calls within ten seconds. So um, I think we're we're really where the rest of the organizations are. We've learned how to change our business operations and adapt. That's really impressive. It's been a, a difficult thing for I know many organizations, and certainly an organization as large as the Department of Insurance and all of the areas that you deal with. I'm, I'm very impressed at how quickly they were able to make the adjustments and keep the customer service as high as it's always been, which is phenomenal. It did great customer service from the department. Um, I'd like to start with your interaction with insurance companies who do business in the state of North Carolina and talk a little bit about how you've been able to use technology to 
really help build a stronger relationship and make doing business with North Carolina easier for the insurance companies? Sure. Well, with the companies we do, we we regulate um, insurance companies as well as agents. And we have about 70 domiciled carriers in our state. And then we have about 1,800 insurance companies overall. And when you're looking at it as as a regulator, some of the things that we're responsible for is making sure that the carriers are solvent, making sure the carriers are adhering to the forms and statutes, and that they're paying claims as, as they should. Um, so during a COVID crisis or a pandemic, which has been new to us, um, it's, it's very similar to a hurricane, but yet it, it proved to be even more complicated. So there's the Stafford Act in which um, you can declare a, a declaration if the state is in an emergency situation, and we ended up having the ability to do that. And so um, that helped consumers, but as the same, it, we had to be able to communicate to carriers as to what we wanted them to do and, and how to react, because Commissioner Kazi, according to Chapter 58, has the authority to do declarations under those acts. So um, we had to use email blasts. Um, and that's one of the things that, that's been a little bit challenging because people change and organizations change their emails. And um, so we have developed an app, which I want to share with later on. And we have used Zoom. The department is not allowed to, to use Zoom because there's only certain softwares that are approved for us. Um, but we actually will be able to use Zoom if, if a, another carrier or company wants to have a Zoom meeting. So we've had the opportunity to use Zoom through that. Um, internally, we, we do use the Microsoft Teams, and that, is, that has helped out a lot. But one of the main ways we communicate directly to the insurance carriers are through bulletins um, and we, through emails and also a lot of conference calls. There's been a lot of conference calls. But I think that we see that we really could use um, more revenue to get greater technology. Um, of course, the Department of Insurance is not like a public organization or a private organization, it's, it's totally um, with, up to the legislators and the budget to determine whether or not we have the money to spend for updated software. But we managed. I think you've managed very well. Thank Absolutely. You. And Dr. Osborne, you mentioned team. Now, are you using team with the members or the employees of the Department of Insurance as well as agents and carriers? I know we found that from the agency side to be extremely helpful. We use Slack, which is a similar product, and the communication back and forth with people working from home and other places has been uh, tremendous. Yes, unfortunately, we have not been able to utilize that. With the state um, government, we have to be really cautious and careful. Any vendors that we use or any new software we use has to be approved um, through the IT and, and a DIT, and we have to be really cautious and careful. But I know that we're looking into a lot of different avenues now to see what we could do to improve our technology. Um, but it, it has worked mainly through Microsoft Teams just internally with our employees. Great. But again, we've been able to use Zoom if the, like, like if your organization wanted to reach out to us and have a webinar, if you have access to Zoom, we can, you know, join in, but we do not have Zoom ourselves. Wonderful. Now, our North Carolina listeners may be a bit more familiar with some of the technology initiatives that relate to agents, one being the app that's been developed by the department. I found that to be extremely helpful. Matter of fact, I was looking at that again this morning, and I found out that I had 52 uh 
credit hours to my name, but I still need three in ethics. So I've got to look up an <laughs> ethics class. But uh, tell us a little bit about the app. Okay. So having been an agent, um, I know that it's very, really important to be able to have access to seeing your, your continuing education credits. So the Commissioner Kazi and I discussed it, and he really wanted an open-door policy, um, not only just for agents, but for consumers. And we discussed how often we walk around with our phones, and this was the first year that we were in office. And um, he said, you know, I really I would like for everyone to have an app and so that they can actually just go on there at the fingertips and, and give us feedback. So he wants consumers to be able to give him feedback right at, the finger, at their fingertips. So we initiated the NCDOI app. And you can actually download this app from the ncdoi.com website. And we're continuing, as most apps are, updating it and improving it. So one of the things that we did was we put on there all the courses that are offered, um, like Charlotte Hicks is, is an instructor um, for our flood courses. And you can go through, and if you wanted to find the ethics class that you were speaking of your need, um, you could go there. and type in ethics and find out what ethics courses are available or if you wanted to go to a flood class. Um, and not only that, it gives you the credit hours that you need. And also, if you want to make a complaint, um, you can make a, plain, a complaint, positive or negative feedback to us. Um, we're also going to, like if um, we have a catastrophic event happen, like we know right now we're preparing for a hurricane season because it's right around the corner in June. And so if we should have insurance camps, the app will provide the information as to the locations for our insurance camps. So I think you're going to see our app to continue to improve to provide more information for consumers as well as agents. You know, one of the great things about the app is that it is a mobile product. And so many times, especially in a catastrophe situation, people only have their phones. They may not have a computer with them. So it really does allow them to have that pipeline right to the department, wherever they are, you know, any time they need it, which is just fantastic. Right. And, and thank you, Charlotte. So, like, with, if a hurricane disaster were to happen, we partnered with Lowe's Home Improvement. And so um, where our insurance camps are usually located, and this allows all the industry to come together into one central location where the um, places that have been hit the hardest um, consumers can come there and actually meet with their adjusters, and the app will actually provide the locations as to where those insurance camps are located. So um, it's, it has been very helpful for us, but we are going to continue to update it. Yeah, that's a great application. I certainly hope that if any agents, you know, all the agents that are listening, and if any consumers are listening, that they go ahead and download that app today if they're in North Carolina, because it is very, very helpful and it will be important, particularly as we go into. Uh, our hurricane season, which hopefully will be quiet. We've had enough uh, plagues this year, I feel like. Although I did read, Charlotte, that they are saying this hurricane season is going to be above normal from what I've read. Yeah, that's that's unacceptable. <laughs> so we just won't do that. <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, Dr. Osborne, could you talk, too, about some of the other ways the department's been able to use technology to help agents? I know one big thing, uh, because I've been involved in with it, is the fact that you were able to pivot from in-person flood insurance classes for agents and realtors and other members of the public to an online. Uh, yes. Right? I mean, that's huge. That's a really big yes. task. We, we actually done. have a lot to share on that, Charlotte. Um, so we are working on improving our deliverance completely of continuing education. For example, like you stated, we, we 
are offering those flood classes actually online, and we are also working on a CAT adjuster class. Um, this will require successful completion prior to obtaining an adjuster's badge. So as we we're talking about hurricane season, and um, we, we saw in the past that some adjusters were coming from out of state, coming into our state, and because North Carolina is so different, um, we really feel like they need to go through some kind of extra training right before the uh, catastrophic event happens. So we're going to give them another opportunity to take a webinar online. So that's another thing that we're doing. And we're also working on a statute legislative course that will help agents have a better understanding of statutory changes and emerging issues. And what we're going to do there is we're actually going to um, put on our own one-hour presentation from the department. And so a continuing education vendor can take that one-hour video or webinar and bring it into their course material and offer it. And we feel like that's really a necessary thing. And the wonderful thing about technology is it allows us to be offering this online class in all the CE courses so that we will have a better educated agency force. I think one of the failures in the industry is that we don't understand what's going on statutorily and with Chapter 58. And we want to give agents the tools and the ability to know what's going on in the legislative areas because I think agents are, are very much like attorneys. We're cousins to attorneys. Or well, I'm not an agent now, but I know that you know agents are always looking at forms. They're always looking at law. They're looking at ways that they are to, um, to explain coverages. And so I think we have responsibility to make for sure that we give them those tools. Yeah, that's just fantastic because things change so fast in so many areas of insurance that, you know, having a resource like that that will help you stay up to date on statute to make sure you're doing things in the, the proper way and in the best way to service your customers. I think all agents want that. Well, and, and, and to add to that, I want to say that during this time, we've continued to look to see, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's difficult for agents to get to the CE classes and and. and and even online, and so we're going to actually extend that deadline to June 30th. So right now, if you're concerned about your continuing ad, um, you do have till June 30th, and if we see that there are continued issues with COVID, we will actually extend that even uh, further out. Yeah, that's fantastic that the department's being so responsive to, uh, to those and we, and we will post that on website on our website and, and if, if there's any changes for an extension on that. And, and, if, you, and if you don't have... Uh, an accurate email address or you're not getting our, our newsletters or our emails or updates, please notify us and let us know what your actual email address is because that's probably the problem is that we don't have your email um, in our, in our uh, database. And you can do that through our app. So download our app and then let us know that you want to be added to the email blast. Oh, perfect. And then make sure and whitelist their emails so you do get them. You don't want them Absolutely. to go in. Going to, to spam by accident. Excellent. And, and Dr. Osborne, I know that, uh, you know, you guys have a great Facebook page uh, in, in really tagging information out to consumers. I was looking at that the other day, talking about Hurricane Week and also talking about National Day of Prayer and the flyover by the National Guard. And, and you guys have been very responsive uh, to the consumers in the state. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you're using technology to support the consumers. We talked a little bit about the app, and maybe you want to speak on some other areas. So with consumers, we use technology in many ways. Um, of course, the phone, email, mobile app, or the online forms. 
In our consum consumer service division, we actually have telephone software that is installed where our staff uses these computers um, software to continue to be available to consumers, you know, anytime. And the, the consumers continue to receive the same level of service and um, we use our technology with this online form which makes it easier for consumers to submit their concerns and complaints without, without having to complete an exhaustive form. So we actually make it a little bit more concise. This technology also allows us to communicate with insurance companies instantly so that consumer concerns are, are addressed more quickly. So I think one of the greatest advantages with technology in the consumer division is that we have the ability to get straight to an insurance company. Yeah, that's, that's very helpful. And, and I, I hope that all agents in the state know how um, well the Department of Insurance supports consumer complaints or consumer concerns, consumer questions. Um, I know I have frequently encouraged people to go and contact the Department of Insurance. And instead of contacting an attorney and getting all upset, let give the department a chance to work it out. And I have to say, in nearly every single case, it gets worked out. And the consumer is happy. Everything is, is fine. And, you know, life can go on without a, a lot of wasted expense and um, unnecessary difficulty. Um, thank you, Charlotte. We, we do want for consumers to feel like that they can contact us and, and agents as well. I think sometimes agents feel like we're like, you know, um, a regulator and, and a police officer all the time, but I think the way I'd like for everyone to approach that is that we're here to keep the industry in a professional, ethical, moral, and legal manner. And we're there to support the industry. As long as they're doing those things, we're actually here to help. Uh, because we all, I think, for the most part, the industry and the agents, I mean, agents, for the most part, they, they are very, very conscientious and, and try really hard. And we're here to help you if you have a concern as an agent that one of your consumers are not getting claims paid the way they should, um, we want to hear from you as well. And so our email address is CSD, Consumer Service Division, at ncdoi.gov. And in this mobile app, you can actually, again, contact us through that. But the wonderful thing about the mobile app is that you can actually upload photos. So you can use your phone to upload photos. So if you have a photo of a claim and, and you want to, to send it to us, you can even do that as well. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm not sure I was aware of that. So we learn something every time we talk. I know. I'm checking that out right now, Charlotte. Uh, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know before we wrap up today? Yes, I actually would. They're talking about communicating with the industry. I wanted to share some of the things that we've done during COVID that maybe the insurance industry and, and folks that are listening today did not know. Um, during COVID-19, um, we, we actually reached out um, to the industry and we worked on making sure that anyone that um, could not pay their premiums, that there was a 30-day deferment, a payment, and that extended uh, has been extended an additional 30 days to May 27th. So if if agents or consumers are receiving cancellation notices from the industry, we need to be made aware of that. Um, and that doesn't mean that consumers will not have to pay those premiums because they will, they're just deferred. But in a case-by-case -case situation, the agent can contact the uh, company and work with helping consumers get through this tough time because um, some folks are still waiting for their uh, stimulus check or their unemployment checks. And we wanted, we wanted to let everyone know that we're really trying hard 
to assist um, and bring those things to your attention. So again, if you're getting cancellation notices that you shouldn't be getting, use the, the technology, the mobile app. Email me at michelle.osborne at ncdoi.gov. I always read my emails and I use my phone and when I'm away from the office to check it. Um, so it's always with me 24-7. So uh, we are here to support consumers and I want to leave uh, on this note that our, our contact number is 1-855-408-1212. Again, that's 1-855-408-1212 um, because we're here to help agents and consumers, especially during this very difficult time. Well, thank you so much. And as I said, thank you so much for all of your hard work by everyone in the department that has uh, made the transition through this very difficult time just a little bit easier uh, for consumers and agents and companies. I know it's been a challenge for all of us to, to figure out what and how to negotiate this pandemic and also how to move forward as we hopefully are past it at some point and I have a, a new way of doing business going forward. Right. And Dr. Osborne, we appreciate you being on our podcast and, uh, and also commissioner Calzy and your staff for everything you're doing for our industry. Thank you again for the opportunity to share and uh, please be safe and let us know what we can do to help you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you in person sometime soon. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, thank you, Charlotte, and we're looking forward to uh, going to the or being a part of the flood insurance courses and appreciate all your efforts in that, too, for our state. Thank you. Thanks so much, and take care. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the Insurance Agency Trendsetters podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. You can find show notes for each episode at insuranceagencytrendsetters.com, as well as links to contact Charlotte and George. We'll see you next time on the podcast.